Malusi Network. I don't know what that whoa, whoa, whoa is about, but we'll try it. So my guest today is Min Higgins. He is a chef, a PT. He's doing his bit in isolation for the community. I see him doing home workouts. And last night he made an epic pizza. This guy is on fire at the minute. Let's get to know more about him and what drives him. Let's go. Hello and welcome, guys. I have Min Higgins here. How are you doing, Min? Not bad, thank you. Hello, everyone. So, thank you for joining me. So, let's thank begin straight me. up. Let's begin straight yeah. up. Who is Min? Tell me. Um, I am a 25-year-old personal trainer from Oristry, but originally from Thailand. So, it's a big switch, really. So, yeah. So, what... When, how old did you come over? I came over when I was 10, and it's a completely culture shock altogether because everything just been flipped on his head and doesn't know anyone, doesn't speak a word of English, so it's the hardest part, I think, for me, is just learning the new culture and adapting to that culture, basically. Yeah, I I was I had a podcast with Ellen and she was saying because her traveling she was like so grateful that um what we take for granted obviously now that we can speak English and every country adapts to us like there's English signs all over the country everywhere you go and visit but then the flip side like for me as well when I moved over here I had to learn English um yeah so that that is true like and it just you probably feel the same way as I did. It's like you just feel like it's a completely different world and learning everything from the scratch again, like speak, like how to, com- like even do the normal thing. Even the tourist country is a normal thing, but when you are fresh, like from Thailand-wise, and you're trying to find your way and find your path in this country, it's quite hard to understand what is yeah. going on around you as well. And the freedom that you used to have in, well, especially me, used to have a lot of freedom in Thailand when you're coming over this country where there's a lot more of restriction the thing you can't do so that's what strange it's crazy it's crazy that um like I've been I've been to Thailand and straight away the food is just a different level and also how was it for you before we start talking about food and how now you also like a chef as well um how was it like just standing out? Like, say, for example, when I moved here, I moved to like Ellesmere and I was like the only black guy there. But I, for me, I was fine with it. But for some people, it's a bit like, whoa. It's like when I first moved there, I moved to London first. London was fine. I was there for three months. London <laughs> yeah. was, yeah, London was fine because obviously like, everyone just sort of like, it's multicultural anyway. I'm but then everywhere. my parent decided to move to Wales closer to uh, my stepdad's uh, family. So moved to Newtown, and I I was the first Asian kid or any color like uh, minority in school. So and <laughs> everyone, everyone literally just a bit shocked, like it's like who is that lad? And like, just off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Center of attention, nowhere to hide, mate. Nowhere. It, it, it is good and bad thing at the same time because like when you're ten, you got that like baby face and chubby. 
and all the old kids come up to you and squeeze squeezing your cheeks, man. Oh my days. <laughs> <laughs> and like so say this talk like this do this that's crazy <laughs> yeah but so, mate, i learned how to speak english by swearing basically most my friend um at year seven there's basically yeah. just how to swear that's basically it that's how that I is a, there you go guys that is a quick way of learning english get someone who swears around you and it's game no. over you're done <laughs> <laughs> so all right mate away with a lot of stuff so yeah no that's good so tell me like i've been to thailand the food's unreal mm-hmm. where did your passion for food come from did it start from home cooking and tell me a bit about that <clears throat> it's uh, when i was in thailand wise i was raised by my grandmother and she's so lovely as well and obviously like uh, me being around her all the time and she's cooking everything traditionally and I think that's where my passion comes from, just growing up around food and seeing like traditional food around me. And when when I move over to this country, and it, it is it is hard, but then you sort of like taste different culture of food as well. And yeah. uh, it's like I just getting the passion, like sort of like reconnecting my, with my grand in a way. So yeah. I think that is what kind of driving me with the food now. It's like trying different things, and obviously every time I do cook and just talk, remind, remind me of a minan as well so it is um it's good it's good I, I love i love cooking i love eating as well so <laughs> you love eating and going straight from that and we'll talk about your obviously when you worked at heat and then looking to before this happened i know you're working hard to get um a place to get a restaurant to also have that as a side hustle but before we go into leave food from it let's talk about the gym so what yeah. got you into the gym were you like like now obviously you're in a pickable shape if I must say compared okay, to yeah. when you started mm-hmm. I got a uh, quote it says the body achieves what the mind wants to so what does that what do you take from that body achieve what a mind want to okay so it's come down to in school i was the smallest and the skinniest kid in school probably and as soon as left school wise went to college um did art and yeah yeah believe it or not i did art so <laughs> uh, only painters you've been doing drawing you've been doing drawing <laughs> i have tried to practice what i'm doing this time but i don't know it's just not in it at the moment um yeah so i went to the art and found myself obviously started going to the gym and hide myself in the corner um, of the old lesson center lesson center and i kind of doing press up man and that point where i said to myself like why am i so weak and why am i why can't i just so at that point it just sort of clicked and i thought right i need to actually build myself up and making sure that everything sort of like respectable toward me as well not just like sort of like oh yeah that's men the skinny asian lad so so i need to change their perspective and my own as well so i find myself going to the gym more than just going to art lessons so from then on i thought right i'm gonna see if i can actually do this as career and yeah sort of take it from there i suppose and then yeah doing it part-time on and off learning the same time as well 
And did you find, because say when someone starts the gym and you see a lot of people and everyone's been there where they are not even strong enough to do the workout, what did you find like, was I, it just a commitment of just constantly turning up? Or? It is, it is got to be a consistency. That, as tough as it is, as easy and simple as it is, it's mostly just consistency. It is just putting a work in and understand what you're putting in. The amount of time, it's take, taken me years to actually understand what the food is about and how to lift and how to even get sleeping and eating properly. So it take me good three years. The, fir- the first two years, I must have like messed around with the weights, not really have a clue about training-wise. Um, and it just, I, I think I feel like everyone fully relate to that as well. Just the lack of knowledge and lack of understanding. And so I took a course where I was like, right, okay, so I need to understand a bit more. So for me, it's just like, right, so learn how to adapt my muscle. And obviously, then I've been dieting. The first time I ever diet was what I always thought was cut the carbs out to cut the fat, to drop the body weight and look lean. That is not. Um, yeah, that is definitely not the way to go at all. I was just do, not. I wasn't. That wasn't healthy whatsoever. So yeah, and I can definitely relate to a lot of people that come into the gym and just feel like, oh, I've never seen a result and never get any step forward or progress wise. So I've, what I'm gonna say is like, just stick to it, stick at it, pick up a book. There's a lot of like YouTube video out there, and there's a lot of people out there that are willing to give advice to the new beginner. And if you get discouraged wise, if you feel like you're going to gym, oh, somebody's looking at me. It's like, don't be disheartened. Just carry on and make sure that you just do young things, stick in your lane and make sure you achieve your goals and take it off every day. Just being consistent. That's the main key. And I see a lot of people um, have a little book to obviously keep up with their progress. Is that a good thing to have? And also I've seen on one of your posts, it's, lifting is an actual skill like say people obviously come into the gym and then they lift lift and then they might put on size and then they got that nice picture they want to take but there's so much more to that than just i've seen a post on your instagram i think said lifting is just it's not just like it's actual skill that takes time to learn it is it is take time i struggle with the deadlift the most at first and what people normally say is basically got glass back and it's not glass back it's just lack of technique and the um, knowledge as well and obviously to lift properly and safely it's a skill it required you to understand how your body move and how you're you're physically like genetically how you've been designed and you need to work from there not just like oh, wait i can lift like that guy but the guy next to me is six foot five and i'm a what five for eight so it's I can't lift the weight the same way he does. He does, so it's not. So you need to understand your own um, body as well. So yeah. Um, Do you yeah. think the perks that you have from the cooking side, which you then can bring both together? So you've got the gym side now, and then you've got the cooking side. So now you can like know what protein, what things you need for your body to hit your goals. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, to be able to cook and train at the same time, for me, why I feel like I'm kind of blessed in that what as well. 
being brought up around food, it kind of helped me to understand like what different ingredients in food can help with bodybuilding. A lot of people haven't got a skill of like even the, even the basic knowledge of cooking. I feel a lot of people haven't even got that, and they feel like right, I'm gonna have pasta and this and this. A lot of time I see is just plain boring food and they're not really enjoying it. That is the most thing that gonna kill you from actually achieving your goals. If you don't enjoy doing anything, it doesn't help you in the long run, and you cannot maintain that. So you need to enjoy the thing you do, and actually that will help progress in the long run. Yeah, it's definitely like um, a guy that I follow a lot and I've read his books is James Clear. He talks about habits. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, the, the goal. Habit, yeah. 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 The goals are really obviously an important part to set. But if you haven't got the habits in place, it's not happening. To... Yeah. So it's, it's exactly the same as um, everyone else. Like everyone come to the gym as a PT, you hear it all. If the woman come in, it's like, you ask them, okay, what's your goals and what's your timeline? So they probably say, I want a beach holiday body. Um, yeah. I want a big bum. I want a tone, like a thigh gap. I don't know what that is, but a lot of girls say that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they come in with like all sorts of like requests where it's so ridiculous, where it's like they've just seen it on a supermodel and they've got a genetic two match and if somebody's like been sitting on a couch for the last 20 years and try to get a beach body within four weeks, that will not happen. It doesn't take, yeah, it doesn't take um, consistency and time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what what has the gym given for you personally in terms of have you met new people? Has it give you self-confidence? And then this leads to your competitions you've been doing. So the gym for me, why it's, definitely a stepping stage of the um, stepping stone for self-confidence and sort of like self-belief a lot of time I struggle with like self-belief and scared of like right can I actually do this I always talk myself out of it that's my problem I always talk myself out of it as soon as my first competition wise um one of the guy at the gym he said he's doing the competition at this time, I was working heat as well. And he said, like, right, you're in good shape. Why don't you do a competition with me? And listen, I'm right. No, no, no. Like, I don't I don't feel I'm ready. The thing is, you're always going to have that mindset, which you always say to yourself, like, I'm never going to be ready. You're never going to be ready at, at all. But you can always be prepared. So, so the guy just sort of like, just do it, just do it, just do it. And he's like, whole hour he just sort of talk and train and just sort of try to convince me to actually complete compete with him at body power yeah. and as soon as I done the session went home I was like right why does he keep saying this to me so I was looking back and I look at myself in the mirror I was like right okay can I actually do this can I actually win this the thing with me is like if I feel like I'm not confident enough to win I'm not going to do it and then so I've, so I've literally okay I look up, I'll have a look on the website the um, deal was so I signed myself on it okay so how much is it mm, and then I was literally right there on the screen of my laptop for a good two hours and decided to whether to send the application in. yeah do it yeah at that point I was like right you know what just fight the bullet do it be a man just stop pushing out stop being a little yeah. bitch and just press the button 
So sent. <laughs> Pre- point on. Yeah, at that point on, the next day, I literally put my head down, right, I've got six weeks to prepare for this. So I need to actually get myself in shape. So even though I'm in sort of a reasonable shape now, um, so I sort of like, right, six weeks, I need to do cardio, I need to prep my food, I need to... So it just put you in a different mindset altogether. It's like, okay, now I got a goal. I need to achieve that goal. If I don't achieve that goal, I will look stupid, basically. So I don't want to stand on the stage and look like an idiot. That's unprepared. So, so I that, literally. Um, what was that experience like then when you've done all that hard work, the dieting, the strict like habits, getting ready to it? What was it like when you? I'm not gonna lie. Like during the um, preparation for the com, it's been an enlightenment sort of experience. You find out a lot about yourself, learn a lot about yourself, and you learn a lot about the people around you and their mentality and your mentality. What your strong points are and what your like least we- um, weakest. So it's teaching you how to actually look ha- look at the world differently you just flip everything upside down that's how i found it it just feel it just feel like i was looking from a third person perspective looking at myself and the people around me is like okay i've sort of asking a question why are these people around me who are they here for are they here to help me are they are they any reason here just to like just look at me it's like i that point I've kind of cut a lot of people out in my life in a way I have cut a lot of like friends out that feel like right okay if I stick with these guys it's definitely not going to lead me to the right path so your environment is important right yeah the environment creating the environment that you need to be successful in is absolutely crucial that is the um, thing so so yeah just focusing for the competition and the, on the morning or on the way to the competition, I literally keep self that's the thing that like self doubting could kill any like any dream basically. So I was doubting myself, doubting myself, doubting myself, and then checking in with um, Jimmy that helped me prep at the time. And message Jimmy in the morning, so right, mate, I don't feel I'm ready, I'm just too skinny, I'm too thin, I don't feel I'm looking good enough. So maybe we should turn around. So that's me, and then. All I needed was just have some, have a little little nap for ten minutes, hit clear head and absorb. Um, woke up right, okay. I I done all the work. I done all the hard part, all the dieting, morning cardio, all the evenings, um, lifting and everything else. I done all the hard work. So why don't I? I sort of say to myself, why don't I just enjoy this moment, take this moment as experience. If I don't win, that's okay because you prepare your best, because you've done your best at this point. So there's no need to actually doubt, doubt yourself now. So you've done all you can. Now it's, everything's just out of your hand. So leave it to the judges. So for the whole body power expo wise, I was just one around smiling. So cheer myself up. So mentality while I was trying to cheer myself up. At that point, I was like, yeah. right. Yeah, good. So the time to go on the stage, I was nervous, but all I can do now is prepare, so I've done all my work, so just go there, enjoy the moment. So I was nervous, even though on stage, at the backstage, before the call my name out, I was like, 
waiting for me. My heart was pounding like crazy. My hand was clammy and just scared as hell. Never done anything like it. So then as soon as they said my name, um, so they shouted my name. So, right, I walked out. I literally blacked out. I didn't really hear what the um, the person announcing say. I was just <laughs> doing my routine, walk around and just like <laughs> waiting around. All I can hear in the background was in front the uh, in in front of the stage. It's literally the the, the lads at the gym. It's like, go on, mate, do it, do it. So I was like, right, okay. These guys helped to here to support me. I'll listen to them. So that all I can hear was like, tie your abs, tie your abs. Like, okay, fine, I'll tie my abs. So after all that, <laughs> yeah, mate, it's absolutely mental. So I came off stage and I was literally like, I was just golf smack. Like I don't know what the um, judges thinking was. So so yeah, it was great experience i didn't win but qualified to the final and again that lead me to the final and the final was actually great experience again i put in the same mentality as i did for the first show i done all the hard work and i might as well enjoy this time so i rang up dominoes and before i got on stage i rang up dominoes like order pizza and walk around the backstage where everyone was like a bodybuilder Stab themselves for months, never eat pizza, never eat like any carbohydrate, anything like that. And was, I was walking around parade at the pizza. And the people <laughs> like evil, like, what are you doing, you dick? So, <laughs> so in terms of like self doubt to self belief, do you get when people, even whatever it is, if they're going to bake, they're going to start the gym to lose weight, to put muscle on? Because a lot of people who join the gym, it's not actually to lose weight. It's just to maintain a certain level of their goals. Do you think the first step is just going and experiencing that and saying, right, I can actually do it and consistently yeah. continue? Or yeah. I the experience I'll get from going to the tournament, now you know, oh, this is what everyone wore, this is what the fears that you might have seen on TV is like, oh, they don't actually do that. I can eat a pizza backstage. So now you have more understanding. So if you went and did it again, you'd be much better. Yeah. Every single time I do a competition-wise, I always understand every single stage about my body, how to adapt it and how to manipulate the body itself. For the advice I would give to anyone that going to the gym first time or think about going to the gym, it's like, don't be scared of it. Just don't be scared of it. The hardest part is walk out your front door and get to the gym. That's the hardest part because time and time again, you will talk yourself out of going to the gym and you will hear that little voice and you have like, no, not today, I'll do it tomorrow. You will hear that voice. Eventually, you're going to say to, to silence that voice, say that, right, I'm going to go today. I'm going to have a look what it's about. When you go into that side of the gym, especially evolution-wise, you will feel atmosphere straight away it's like the personal trainer or the, the people that work there they will greet you come in it's like smiling away and you'll feel at home straight away you'll feel like one of the mates that is talking to you so yeah and that's like that, that point you part, can feel yeah. a part of that is sometimes if you are say going to the gym or you're going to try something new it's actually being in an environment like say I'll use your yeah. tournament and I'll use the gym of like you're around people who knew what it took to train that six weeks or you had a conversation that made you better. You go to the gym and you might actually meet someone who you didn't know, but you've seen them in the streets and said, you're all right, because you're in that environment, then you actually have that conversation and now you might build a friendship. You might then ask advice yeah. from the PTs. So yeah. actually going just to the gym is actually might not be about you to start with is because you might, 
what you might see when you're there, who you might become more friends with or who you, you know, build a relationship with. It could be a community itself in the gym. So it's, it's, it's weird because everyone comes to the gym and it's like they can have different background or whatever it is. And as soon as you start going to the gym, you can literally talk about a random thing. And majority of the time for me wise, I was like, I, write, I would like to get to know everyone and talk to them. And I was like, right, okay, yeah. That, even eventually if i got to know them well enough i'll probably start taking a piss of them so we can have a little joke little laugh so it's just just one of those where you have like a little chill out place with your mates that's what it should feel like all the time in the gym to yeah. feel comfortable and feel like you don't have to be scared of like asking questions no matter how stupid it is just ask the question you i'd rather yeah. you know what you're doing instead of just not instead of hurting yourself so Sorry. in terms of that then, how did your brand in the gym start and then think, right, I can turn this into a business and you know, tell everyone what your brand is mm. and your so, designing of the logo, etc. And not even giving your mate a free jumper or shirt. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know you're gonna up somewhere. <laughs> come on then, tell me about it. So modern day physique is for me personally, wise, it's a lifestyle. Modern day physique is a lifestyle. It's a free balance. Do the thing that you want to do, but you look good doing it. That's the that's modern day physique. Having create an atmosphere and community. That's what I want to create as a brand, as community, as a as I said, lifestyle. I suppose that people wanted to do and the thing that you wanted the most. So obviously modern physique is the clothing wise is the most comfortable thing. And like, I wouldn't, the thing that I like myself, the, um, the trackies, the hoodie, anything that is like in the style that I like, I'll put it out. Like more yeah. skater kind of free spirits in a way, I suppose. That's how to put it. I suppose that is kind of me as well. So, because I like to do random stuff and I like to be doing different things every time, and I like to different try different um, adventure and experience and see the world. So, modern physique is about that basically. It's a lifestyle that you can create for yourself and making sure that it's balanced that you are ha- happy with yourself the whole time. So, yeah. That's why yeah, I, I get that because everyone who says like oh you know min you know min it's always a positive and that is credit to you you generally are a nice guy a lot of people know I've spoke to no one really has a bad word to say about you which is which is credit to yourself and yeah so I can definitely see your free spirit and that kind of side of things um tell me then about the other business um that you were working on before COVID-19 um and obviously yeah. talk to me about how heat impacted as well on this process and people who don't know what heat is. So go on. So, okay. Um, so the business to start off before the, all this hit was supposed to be a meal prep company that is delivering um, nutri- nu- nutritional meals that rich in obviously protein and everything else that catering for your fitness goals um that not not for me personally I, I don't like the bland food like chicken broccoli and rice that's the prep food that i don't enjoy and i see a lot of it 
So I thought, right, I can do it better because of my background. The prep meals and micronutrition meal-wise shouldn't be bland at all. It shouldn't be bland. It's more about education, herbs and spice, mixing that in and know how to cook, basically. So that's how I want to get this up. And previously was I used to work at Heat. Heat used to be a health health um, food bar. So I was working with Harry and obviously Meat Man, Tom. So I feel like that is kind of give me the... Before I work at Heat, I always want to do something like quite similar um, as Heat, but I never got the courage to do it. So yeah. Do you think I'll it's, get... again, it's like your competitions jumping in and going right so this is what it's about and mm-hmm. learning yeah so i always want to do like something like healthy food bar but i never got the courage to so then when tom put an advert up saying that he's doing help heat health bar so i thought i got it right okay so i can use this opportunity to actually learn and how the process actually work like with delivery and all the books work and everything else and as a business-wise, I wanted to know how it actually run. And I thought it was like, right, it's a great way of doing it. And obviously, Tom's going to sort of see my sort of value of like, as a PT and understanding the nutritional side of things. And obviously, like, yeah. So I can see the, the do's and the don't in the business. And obviously, like, at the time, yeah. I wasn't a um, full-time PT. Yeah. So I was obviously working with Tom full-time. And I was doing, like, mad hours. So it's just ridiculous at one point. And then as soon as I done a competition-wise, again, going back to, like, how my mentality changed, it is, again, like I, I did literally, as soon as I done a competition-wise, like I just walked out and I feel new perspective of life and seeing everything just differently. How I could literally be my own boss and do my own thing without having to have a self-belief and have self-confident. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because so. so then you say heat was maybe two, three years ago and then you're back in the gym and you're still cooking at home and stuff like that. Yeah. And then yeah. um, your build-up now to start your own business and you're looking at the finances where you're going to have it. You went to some colleges, you went to some um, like units to have a look and stuff like that. Um, then so you literally had you had about forty or fifty of people trying your thing every week, didn't you, for a while, like paying yeah. you while you're testing the product for you like, to then pretty much launch and then this come along. Yeah, I was literally at that point where I'm looking at venue, like ready to make making the next step. So I was at the start I was like me and Graham was like supposed to be doing it together. And we were like we're running numbers and checking everything is like doing step by steps. So want to test the food out first and testing how the people engaging with it and what can I can actually bring in like the food up to the standard that people wanted, as well as like delivery and like how the payment will work and like it just all round up paperwork and making sure that every single small detail actually work and connecting together. And I can tie it to the PT and then the, everyone around the gym and obviously the gym around obviously as well. So because um, hairdressers a lot having that weekly, you're dropping off the food and they're picking it up. And obviously the market you have with the gym and the kind of person you are, everyone likes you there. So you pretty much had a market. You still do obviously yeah. have a market where yeah, and you just 
still making that progress. What I liked when I was seeing it was like, it wasn't right. We're going to launch now. You literally got right. You're testing this. You're going to give that to about 40 people who are paying you every week to try this. What do you think? You had your groups go in and then you are planning to launch where for me, sometimes I'm just like, let's launch it and then deal with it after. So I really liked the way you were doing it really. So for me, it's like, I like to make sure that everything is backed up and secure. So I don't want to jump into like, let's say, if I want, if I go on and get a unit and kit everything up, and if down the line if it doesn't work, that's mean I have a lot of debt and uh, I'm basically in hole for a bit. So yeah. I want to make sure that everything is right before I set everything out first. And what I saw from Heat itself, and it's like how everything kind of works. It's like credit Tom, like like obviously that's the thing that ever um the industry haven't seen before. But then it's like I saw a step back and like three years down the line now and like looking back and like, right, okay, I can I can understand now what what is not working with that place and like what I can actually see yeah. myself doing so, it even better. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I was listening to a TED talk the other day and it was saying sometimes when it's actually not about the product, it's not about the service, etc. It's the timing when you launch something that mm-hmm. or the place you launch it that will actually impact on that product where you might have the greatest product in the world, but you launch it at the wrong time. So say someone now opens a restaurant like now, there's no one yeah. going to be out there. Do you know what I mean? So it's all to do with timing. And again, you say on your side of like um, getting everything right and then launching. And then sometimes before you go and do your competition, it's just like, right, I need to just jump at it and learn when I get to it. So it's understanding both sides can work and, just you know being aware really it's just being like sort of self-education and learning the process everything is a process that you have to learn and you have to educate yourself with and understand that what your mistake are and what your can improve on and literally it just understand like how you can adjust to the market itself so for heat wise like because the the reason probably closed down, I think, is that the launch to the market where a small town that is not ready for health food yet. Because I, when I worked there, I found myself like just cooking a lot of like sweet potato fries. People just come in for like burgers and fries. There's no healthy food like that people wanted. They just order sweet potato and fries. To me, that is like that is great because the taste is amazing. Like. It just come down to the demographic of the people itself that they just come in. It's like right, yeah. expecting like fish and chips. Stop. It's, yeah. it's not. It's health in the front. So that, that setup was crazy, man, wasn't it? Um, and it looked really good. And it's something you'd seen this in the city. And then on the flip side, some side of it was some people were waiting too long sometimes. Yeah. You know I mean? um, it's like. And then that's what. For heat wise, if if it would work, why it definitely needed bigger market like obviously like if they move to Chester or whatever or like even Liverpool it yeah. would work much more better and that would make it worthwhile but in Over Street alone it it's is a hard market fun. man it's a hard yeah. market yeah it's a hard market anything, anything works in Over Street it'll work anywhere it's a great That's it's a it. great place to pilot things because you get the truth straight up there and then because so, people will let you know yeah they will so <laughs> Let's talk about the supportive network around you that's helped you to succeed and thrive to where you are now. Because 
what you've done so far and at 25 you've got so much time to get to exactly where you want to be so I want to talk about how important like someone like Jimmy has been to you um mm. and obviously oh. like say Imogen and anyone else who's a role model around you how important is having these people who you know are out there whatever you go and do are supporting you no matter what yeah it's I'm not gonna lie it's such such um the best job I ever had probably be evolution really let's be honest like it's nice just give, there, yeah, with your PT yeah, squad yeah yeah it's, it's just give us the freedom to do the thing that we're good at and everyone that in the gym they are individually like bringing everything different to the table that's what work about it everyone got a different idea everyone got a different way of doing things um it just like learn from each other like see what's work and see what's not it's just like it's such a great way to actually do that and jimmy himself like bless him mate honestly he's dressed like mad when he first opened up and credit to him now like see how the gym is like growing throughout the year it just mental mate yeah absolutely mental and it's crazy when you when you start up mate like um mm. when we even start the bar mate it's like graham was crying um it's mm. it's one of those when people don't see the sacrifice it takes to run a business. It's it's crazy and the pressure with it is. But when you get on the other side, man, it's so beautiful. But man, it's it's tough. It is, it is definitely tough. Like obviously before I didn't really understand why Jimmy. Like obviously like, I kind of understand why he's like fully. He's spending hours and hours in the gym and he can't find anyone else to work for him because at the time he can't really afford anyone. I suppose. And obviously, getting everyone slowly coming in, obviously, the business starts slowly growing, it's growing. It's just meant to how everything changed so much. And now, obviously, setting on my own business in a way, it, I can fully understand for any like, understand anyone that's starting up a business for the first time that you you in your gut feeling like it, this thing is can actually work really well. and you're sort of scared and nervous and excitement. Everything is all mixed in one. It's just crazy how, yeah. And Jimmy himself, like, he, I, honestly, I cannot thank Jimmy enough. Like, he's done a lot. Um, Like, sort of let us into the gym, obviously, create the atmosphere, you know, creating everything in there and ask us, like, okay, what can we improve on? He just listened to everything, one of us opinions, and obviously, what can you know, do to improve all the time? And that man deserved everything he, like, done basically so yeah he's a guy isn't he? mm, he's, he's a guy. guy he's a good so, guy tell me how important someone like Imogen is to your um, to your goals um Imogen mate she's even though we've been seeing each other for like short period of time it's crazy how everything just changed um obviously like her dad yeah, has to, had to be yeah so when getting to that but it's like seeing her and being around her and obviously being around her family wise is just like creating that atmosphere again and understand like the importance of family i suppose for her, for her as well and being around food and just especially her mom just got so much stuff that she can cook with it's just it's like a playground to me basically so trying different things different ideas um like the other night and, and they are they all supportive and stuff even the yeah, sister you know sam yeah. a lot all, all of them is like so supportive of what i'm doing and they all 
they're literally backing me up all the way through. So that is, I'm so grateful for that as well. So all of them. So yeah. yeah. So without that support network, would you think you'd be where you are now at the minute? No, it's like without all these people that I have now, even some of the people I haven't even mentioned why it's like, um, without them, it's literally, I wouldn't have the self confidence to believe the thing I can do now and making sure that I have like thing I have now and making me appreciate the people I have around me now. It's the, that's the most important part really is like the people that I have around me, I literally fully trust every one of them and encouraging me to do the thing that I never thought I could. It's just mental really. So and, yeah, I, I appreciate every one of them. And I think the other flip side, and it's like you talk about Jimmy, you talk about Dan, Luke, everyone in the gym, and then like Imogen, Holly, and all them. They're also willing to give you shit, right? To be like, we're only oh. trying to motivate you to be better. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like everyone, like, well, I suppose banter, and it's like everyone get, will give you shit to see, like, right, okay, how are you going to react a certain way? So for me, it's like, I'm quite lighthearted and I'm not taking anything to heart I was just like and it's I'm just carefree basically that's me so for people like Imogen um, Graham Luke and Jimmy and Dan uh, to constantly pressure me to do things is good because for me I'm literally able to take the longest time to do even paperwork wise so they're literally right men do this now oh uh, uh, yeah I better have so that's it's good it's, it's definitely good to have like around you people around you to have so and who would you say is your role model and it's gotta be Lorna surely she's a legend come on who's your role model <laughs> <laughs> um yeah Lorna is definitely one of them mate oh that girl make me laugh every time um yeah the person that inspired me would probably be like probably be David Groggins if you heard of him no tell me more David Groggins, um, he's, uh, I read his book, and he's a Navy SEAL in America. Obviously, like, he's now more billionaire and like, more motivational more speaker. Um, what One of his story was when he did his um, power trooper, when he used to be quite super heavyweight, one of the instructors said, said to him, like, you're too fat, you, can you do this? Like, And he just thought, again, same as me, flipped the switch in his brain saying, I can actually do this. And so he's trained his heart out and he's like, um, achieve his goal of becoming a Navy SEAL. And after that, he's just sort of questioning himself, like, what else can I do with myself? What else can I actually push the human body limit to? That's how I feel like I can push my body as well. And for him, like, he did the Ironman condition and, and doing it like back to back, like, what, 47 hours? Uh, for with 42 or 37 hours, and he found himself um cracking his his chin's cracking, his legs bleeding. Um, can't carry on anymore. Medic medic medical staff told him you can't carry on anymore, but he still pushed himself to actually achieve his goal to finish the line. And what that kind of taught me was your body will give out first before your mind does. So. You can achieve the most thing that you want to achieve if you can actually be mentally strong enough to achieve those. 
I swear, 15. I swear there was a quote that we had in this podcast that the body achieves what the mind wants to. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. His mindset is crazy, mate. Mindset is. It's come down to mindset. Like, when I did my competition, why it is mental. Like, I go to do my cardio and I can't remember how my day gone. My whole day is completely blank. And mentally, I was like all over the place. My emotion like up and I'm down because the prep itself, I was like, a lot of people so say, in the zone. yeah, so in the zone, but you're half dead. You're walking, you're walking corp, basically. You're walking around a zombie. For anyone, all right, any advice for anyone that actually wanted to do competition-wise, think this hard because it's the most unhealthiest thing going, but if you love a challenge and ha- love to pu- love to push push your body to the limit, it's definitely a way to go. You will be to the point where it's like, can you actually? You will know yourself more. Can you push yourself to the limit? That's basically it. A lot of people can't. A lot of people haven't got that mentality to actually push. That's what you need to look at. Like, can I actually strengthen my mentality to be doing the same thing? So I'm trying to do the same thing as. David Groggins does basically trying to push my body, push my mentality, every aspect of my life. I try to push that to the limit. What can, what else can I achieve in my life? That so it's like, it's like when people see you like saying, "Wow, men's in great shape," and they're like, "Oh, I want a body like that." It's actually the focus is not about the body; it's the mind. No, it's definitely comes down to mind. The first goal ever set in the gym was like, I need to get bigger, I need to get heavier. And you need to set the numbers as well. If you set a number and you achieve those numbers, yes, take away the box, then set another one and set another one after that. Yeah. What is your biggest weakness? It's got to be... My weakness got to be... I suppose it's going to be English, isn't it? So it's not my second language, so... I think that's what I need to get better at. So, in a sense, educate myself. I do read and things as well, but what people say to me was like, even Lorna will, I, I swear Lorna will agree with this, um, this with me was, um, back in school, I was sound so posh, I sound so English and so British, but now yeah. I'm sound so much more Asian than in school. <laughs> so, I think, and then she said, what she said was, I think it was because me me getting lazy with my English and can't, I don't have to pretend to speak the, well, it's obviously the, the language properly anymore. So I'm a bit more of lazy and I'm, be, I'm being myself in a sense, I suppose. That's why I'm lack the English sense of uh, pronouns and uh, pronouns and all that stuff as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, but you've you've adapted. You have made it to this side, Joe. I mean, you might be only being lazy because you can do it. That's yeah. the difference. Where yeah. maybe when you couldn't, the pressure was on, like with anything. Where you then are more focused on it, right? Because you have to pretend to fit in, and you have to be part of those people that actually like, right. I need to speak a certain way. I have to act a certain way. And now, where I am comfortable with myself, and I am true to myself. I will say what I want to say and I will constantly say the thing from my mind and not really, yeah, so make it, yeah, I'm always going to be living my own path and set my own path. I will not follow anyone else. 
even though I am listening to everyone else's story and listen and learning from everyone's lesson, basically. So that's good, mate. So what does the future look like for Min and his goals? Well, if you all survive this corona, I'm definitely going to be looking upward where it's like I'm going to set in the goals of it's more numbers and more competition, I suppose, as well. If I can get a business business up and running and successfully, there's stage by stage where I will be taking over this country in a food prep. And yeah, it might take me years. Love it. So I want to believe in myself and I know I can't actually do the thing that I set out to be doing. So, and especially with competition wise, it's just, it's just that drive that I want, that mentality that I do miss now being like off season, the competition, um, the competition and mentality. That's what I kind of miss this time. So especially the isolation is kind of driving me bonkers as well, but it's just helping. You're doing doing some home workouts as well, aren't you? Um, yeah. For people. Yeah. So it's just taking this time to review of the strategy of like how are you can improve and how I can improve my client's life as well, and what the better way to actually offer for those people that are too scared to come to gym. So I've pretty much been writing up the programs and the next yeah the next home workout program and ebook I suppose that's what I've been writing up taking this time to actually prepare myself and just going back into work so yeah obviously coming from say thailand to here i just want to know your perspective in terms of traveling what does traveling mean to you um yeah what would you say traveling is important to you is it not is it um traveling definitely in in my opinion why is definitely a great thing to do and everyone should because to experience every, to experience like different culture and different um, lifestyle, right? It is such a godsend, I suppose, in a way. Um, because looking at individually, like how everyone's sort of like living, and that is just madness in itself. What I came from is literally I was I got a freedom to actually run around in the field and like hunting the animals and to this country people think like you hunt animal you're mad especially like imogen probably say to me like i'm vegan she's vegan so hunting yeah. animal that's sort of thing and then obviously guts and kill it and obviously cook it myself learn that from a young age i think that is a good life skill and for people to like like imogen from like in this country wise they never done, actually done anything like that and yeah. to them actually mad that people actually out there still doing like but it's normal out there so it's different again different perspective and different way of life different focus and like um drive the survival and just living so love it so i'm going to play you a quick round of one thing so i'll actually one thing and you just have to tell me the answer okay um so if i said to you if you had to give up a career right now and you could only do that career, would you be focusing on your chefing or your gym? So you could now for the rest of your life, you only have, you could do one. Which one would it be? Would I stop one? Um, so I feel like it would be chefing because you can always 
master your craft at chef and you can always like strive for more and like try and do new different flavors new stuff but gym wise like i for me personally i feel like there's a certain date that you will have to cut off at some point because but like your age will have the, the factor of actually saying right okay you are too old to actually lift weight now or you're too old like you're never too old to lift weight but you are too old to do a certain thing in like your fitness wise so I feel like chefing, my nan was like 82 when she's still cooking. So I feel like chefing, that's the... Um, the longevity then. Yeah, long, yeah, the longevity in a way. Yeah, okay, love it. So your favourite country? Uh, favourite country? Um, I would have to say Vietnam. Vietnam okay. because I feel like Vietnam kind of remind me of the old, the, the remind me of Thailand how it used to be before it being westernized and everything else. It remind me of the country that I grew up in and the simplicity of things that you don't have to worry about like uh, house or car or economic and all that, and the money, whatever it is. You're just focusing living the life that you want to live. And it's that you you are free to do the thing that you want to do, live off the land. That's what I kind of like. Vietnam was peaceful you're free basically okay your favorite chef um favorite chef I'm not like gotta be Gordon Ramsay mate gotta be Gordon Ramsay yeah the man knows what he's talking about (laughs) shout out to the man the man knows what he's talking about yeah so if it scares you it might be a good thing right this is a guy called Seth Golden Mm -hmm. so what scares you? What scares me? Um, myself. The self-doubt. That's what scares me. That okay. is definitely, yeah, myself and the self-doubt that I have sometimes. I need to like cut that out together. So that's what scares me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is the part where everyone tells yeah. me the question to the podcast it's called what is life so min define to me what life is to you for me life should be peaceful carefree and understanding compassionate about things it's just enjoy the little thing in life that's what life is just and that circle mm-hmm yeah Enjoy the little thing in life, making sure that you are grateful for everything in your life and every single person that you have in your life, because you never know what's going to happen, especially now, this time of day, this kind of day. So it's mad out there. So you, you appreciate the little thing in life. That's what life is. Mate, you couldn't put it better. And I hope this tragedy that's happening will end very soon for you to get back out there to open your kitchen, push on with your gym and just grow your network and your friendships. It's been a pleasure, my friend. Is there anything you'd like to say? Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. As always, my friend. I will see you soon. Hopefully see you soon. You too. Stay home. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, mate. Bye. See you later, mate.
people do have that self-doubt and I just like to say what's the worst can happen when you try and Min's a great example of that of having that self-doubt and then chucking himself in that environment to see what's at the end of that tunnel and he's grown from it and we all grow we ain't all perfect but we can try and it's been a pleasure sharing the mic is that what I'm gonna call it the stage <laughs> with you Min um yeah so thank you for your time what a guy and look forward to seeing what's next for you mate thank you Thank you.